I've asked our executive vice president and founder of the Church Ambassador Network, Greg Baker, to basically reset the day. Greg has been a blessing to this ministry. He's like a son to me. He worked on my campaign for governor. He then came to Christ. It's just been outstanding what has happened. He's been anointed for this type of leadership. Would you please welcome Greg Baker to the stage? Thanks, Bob. Well, thank you. Who'd ever predict you do something like this in life? And if you knew me 10 years ago, you definitely would not have predicted I'd be doing something like this in life. But it really is an honor to be an ambassador for Christ, is it not? I think something that's so important to remember today is that we are temporary residents of this place. If you are a born-again believer in Jesus Christ, you inherited a new citizenship, a heavenly one. And there is going to be a king that will never have to go through a popular election. There will be a king that will have no approval ratings. There will be a king that has no heir because he reigns forever and ever. And that's King Jesus. And that is a heavenly home that's available for all people who put their faith in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter if you live here in the United States or if you live across the Pacific Ocean in China. It doesn't matter if you live in the year 2023 or if you lived 1,000 years ago or 100 years from now. And those foundational truths are ultimately holds us together. And it's that foundation that brings us here today. So I get the privilege to talk to you all about the Church Ambassador Network. And I'm very excited to do that. Before I do, I'd like to have the pastors in this room stand up. Let's give them a round of applause and thank them for their service to the Lord's Church. Almost 10 years ago now, the Church Ambassador Network started here in Iowa. And it's grown far bigger than we ever could have imagined. 18 states. I would have been surprised if we went into one, to be honest with you, praise God. But what happened 10 years ago, we asked ourselves two very fundamental questions that I believe we as Christians need to answer living in a constitutional republic. As you've all heard many times, many people will say regularly in the political movement, where is the church, where is the church, where is the church? And one question we asked ourselves, why is it that the best churches in our cities that are having the greatest gospel impact are the least likely to affiliate with us? Is that a them problem or is that an us problem? And we needed to be honest with ourselves. It was an us problem. Too often we were asking the church to help build the kingdom of man and prioritize a building over the kingdom of God. So that was the first fundamental question we asked. The second fundamental question we asked, are we a social conservative organization or are we a Christian ministry? There might be a lot of things you do the same, but there is a foundational difference in the heart and the why. And we decided we had to be able to answer this question. We are a Christian 
ministry. Because everything else is a house on sand. Everything else will wash away over time. And these two fundamental questions led to two foundational principles that caused the church in Baston Network to be who it is today. The first, we've learned, we've done a great job in the United States of America wanting to engage the church when it came to elections. But we forgot elections had a much bigger purpose. Governance. Romans 13 teaches us that God instituted governments, not mankind's institution, it's God's. And he says in Romans 13, 4, there's an institution for our good. And so often we think about government, we don't think of it that way. An institution for our good. And what we wanted to do in the Church Ambassador Network, how do we minister in the season of governance? So when the election comes, an election must have an end point. We must end this perpetual cycle in the United States of America going election to election to election and wondering why we never see transformation. We must learn to govern again and work alongside people sometimes that you did not even vote for. Because if they fail, the nation fails. If President Biden fails, America fails. If Governor Reynolds fails, Iowa fails. It should be our heart for them to have success. And the second thing we wanted to change, done are the days of the parrot church leading the local church. A parrot church is designed to equip and guide the local church. Too often in the West, it's a workaround. And I'm going to tell you right now, Jesus Christ does not have a plan B to the church of Jesus Christ. He doesn't have one. He doesn't want one. He doesn't need one. He doesn't need us to come up with strategies. He needs us to obey, period. And he has given us a strategy in the book of Acts that is just effective today. The question for us is whether or not we'll be obedient. And the Bible tells us if you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. But if you sow generously, you reap generously. Are we in the situation we're in today, perhaps because we've sown so sparingly as a church? Have we spent too much time focused on things in the Great Commission? I'm telling you right now, we have seen it in capitals in the country. When you decide to sow generously, you will reap generously and you'll reap in places you never imagined. Our God has always worked through people. You and I would never hire, you and I would never point out in the resume. I'm telling you right now, you and I would not hire Peter. We wouldn't hire Paul. We wouldn't hire the majority of the people that built the church. You and I wouldn't have hired King David either. His dad didn't even bring him in. He thought he was so unhirable, he brought in every single son but David. And Sam was like, I want to meet your other son. Like, oh, you don't want to meet him. And God said, that's the one. And you know what compliment David got in the scriptures? David is a man who has a heart that beats after my own heart. That's what the Lord's looking for. So we birthed the Church Ambassador Network in 2014. And we wanted to connect the shepherds of God's government to the shepherds of the church, pastors to government leaders. 
And Iowa, we've done this 8,000 times now, connected pastors and leaders in the executive, the legislative, and the judicial branch. We've seen people come to know Christ. We've seen incredible ways to work together. But our heart is we want to minister to these individuals in three ways. The first we want to minister as a person is at the end of the day, they're an ordinary person. We think about the President of the United States, Joe Biden. Joe's still Joe. Governor Reynolds is still Kim. We need to minister them as a person. But the next most important thing we can do is minister them as a shepherd. And what do I mean by that? The devil's favorite playground is identity. He wants you to be who he thinks you are. And what the devil wants a government leader to be is a politician. You're a politician, you're a politician, you're a politician. You tell them that, guess what? They're going to act like that. Do you know what the Bible calls them? Ministers. Ministers of God. Servants of God. It says those who serve in government are shepherds. And what we do is we take the timeless truths of the word of God and help these individuals see that they're shepherds. And what's remarkable about the Bible, the Bible says that Jesus is the chief shepherd of government, just like he's the chief shepherd of the church. He's the king of kings. He's the Lord of lords. He's an emperor. And this emperor did not come to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom to many. The United States of America does not need more conservatives, Republicans, liberals, or Democrats. It needs shepherds desperately. It needs shepherds in the home. It needs dads back in the home. It needs pastors in the church willing to shepherd their people. And it needs shepherds in government. And what does a shepherd do? A shepherd leads the sheep to what they need and not what they want at the expense of their own life. And what's remarkable about Jesus Christ, it wasn't a literal cost. You see, it wasn't a figurative cost. It was a literal cost of his life. What the sheep needed most from Jesus was his death. That's what they needed. The sheep could never conquer sin. The sheep could never obey the law perfectly. The sheep needed the one who lived the perfect life to die so that they didn't have to because the punishment of sin is death. And this chief shepherd didn't stop there. He conquered mankind's biggest enemy of all, death. Three days later, he rose again. And here we are 2,000 years later talking about an historical event, wondering whether or not it was true. The greatest thing we can do is elevate King Jesus to our government leaders. Not Abraham Lincoln, not George Washington, Jesus. Because that's who they look to as well. Remember, Apostle Paul says, who's Paul? Who's Apollos? Look to Jesus, the chief shepherd of government. And lastly, a partner. Our goal, we want the church of Jesus Christ to be seen as the primary resource for the state to meet the needs of their cities. Why? People are spiritual and physical beings. That is a truth you cannot deny. And the institution of government was never designed to deal with that spiritual realm. And we've seen in the United States of America, we can spend trillions upon trillions of dollars and we will never eradicate poverty. We'll never eradicate mental health. We'll never eradicate the challenges facing our city because there's spiritual problems at the root. 
And only through the church of Jesus Christ can we bring those solutions. And our heart is in the United States of America that pastors in all 50 capitals will be building relationships with their government leaders, sharing with them who they are in Jesus Christ, and bringing forward solutions to the deepest issues facing our city. Because when Jesus said, on this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell won't touch it, he meant it. It is his strategy. There is no other strategy. And I encourage you today to look to him because he is the one that provided the way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. Thank you for your time.